Welcome to Tower Talks. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. This is the podcast where oversharing is caring and no subject is off limits. Welcome back, everybody. So we wanted to kind of lighten things up a little bit, and we decided to discuss our favorite Bible character or the one you feel like you most relate to right now. Mm-hmm. So what you got? Who would yours be right now? Well, I've told you that I've been studying Joseph. Yeah. And that that story has related a lot to what I'm currently walking through mm-hmm. of like having to wait for freaking ever, even though <laughs> I feel like I'm doing everything right, you yeah. know, because Joseph did everything right. Like there was no major blunders in his story. Yeah. And he still got thrown in prison and he still got thrown in the pit and he still had to wait for over a decade, you know, mm-hmm. But then when it came to pass, it was like God restored everything. Yeah. So that would be one. But then the other one is Esther. Yeah. Because (laughs) part of me thinks, like, if I were to put myself in that story and, and... you know, Mordecai's like, you need to stand up and you need to, you need to save your people mm. kind of thing. Cause if you don't, God will, God will raise somebody else up to do it. Like I get FOMO and I'm always like uber curious and I'm like, what would have happened Yeah, if I didn't do this, you know? Yeah. And so that's where my mind goes. My father-in-law and I were even talking about that the other day. Cause I said, I'm the type who like, If I even kind of feel like God's telling me to do something, I'm going to do it because I don't want to miss out on what. (laughs) Yeah, because if he's telling you, it's going to be good and adventurous and everything. So, like. Yeah. So, there are times that I, like, majorly mess it up because I thought God told me to do something (laughs) and he didn't. But I'm like, you know, I would have regretted it more if I felt like it was God and I didn't do it than if I jumped in both feet and was like, oops, I don't know how to swim. So. (laughs) so Esther what about you mine right now is Mary Mm -hmm. and like Mary mother of Jesus and then the her relationship with Elizabeth yeah because Elizabeth was like 60 years old Mm -hmm. and they had an encounter with an angel where she was promised a baby and she's like "Mm, we're both (laughs) really old (laughs) like I don't know about that but she had faith to believe what the angel had told her husband and was pregnant with John the Baptist, Mm -hmm. kind of a big deal. And then Mary also gets this encounter and is like, you're going to have God's son. And she's like, be it unto me. (laughs) (laughs) But the part that I actually relate to is when the angel was talking to Mary, he told her to that Elizabeth was also going to be pregnant. Yeah. And she was like, Okay. And as soon as the angel left, she like packs up and goes to Alyssa's house, which is like 80 miles away. Let's remember they don't have cars. Yeah. Yeah. So she just walks up to Elizabeth's house and is like, this is what the angel told me. And as soon as Elizabeth heard Mary say it, the baby in her womb like jumped for joy. Yeah. And it says that hearing Mary's experience filled her Mm -hmm. with the spirit and hope and then as soon as mary said that to elizabeth elizabeth then blessed mary 
in her pregnancy. Nice. So it's like they instantly heard that each other was walking through a similar situation who in anybody else's mind is a little crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But instead of not believing or, you know, walking through it alone, they came together. And it's like, how can I bless you? How can I pour into your life right now? And they stayed together for three months. So Mary just hung out with Elizabeth and helped her through the end of her pregnancy. Was like there when John the Baptist was born. Nice. Walking through this whole season together. I can totally see you in that story now (laughs) for two reasons. For one, you do tend to like just hunker down with a person. Yeah. Whenever y'all are going through similar things, it's like, let's just, you know. Yeah. Do this together. And two, (laughs) when you said that Mary said... Well, be it unto me. <laughs> like, I feel like that's your attitude towards everything that God says. You're just like, okay, do your thing, you know. Because every time I have told you about a promise that God told me, and I was like, this is going to sound crazy. She's going to think I'm insane. And then I tell you, and you're just like, yep, sounds good. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. But then, too, for Elizabeth, like, The angel told Mary, you're going to have a baby, and Elizabeth is going to have a baby. Elizabeth's just hanging out at home. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, her young cousin wanders up and is like, I am here. (laughs) I'm going to stay. This is what's... But she just opened her home, Mm -hmm. welcomed her, like, just jumped right into her situation, too, having no whatever. What's it called? Like... Where she would have known what was coming. Yeah. She had no idea what Mary was doing there. But she just jumped right into it with her and became her mentor in life and walked through it together. I want a mentor. I know. I want a mentor. (laughs) (laughs) A mentor would not want me, I think, because (laughs) I would be calling them at all hours of the night. (laughs) Asking a million and a half questions. But I know we've both talked about that a lot, like, Wanting someone ahead of us yes. to, like, pull us along and encourage us and teach us different things about the stages that we're currently walking through. But right. then also wanting to be that for the Other ladies people. right behind us. Mm-hmm. Like, that's we've kind been of why there. we started this yeah. whole thing. Because so. that's needed, I think. And I, I think I love when Bible stories, like, depict things like that mm-hmm. and, and and show you kind of how to walk through certain situations. Yeah. Cause like, yes, I do um, relate to Esther and it's like Esther had a Mordecai, you know? Yeah. And while I don't have like a direct mentor that's talking to me every day, like my father-in-law has kind of become a Mordecai for me. Cause it's like, yeah, I can go to him and be like, okay, here's my question for today. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, okay, let's discuss it, you know, and, and kind of helps lead me through that. Mm-hmm. But it has, um, it, it's been a lot about the waiting. Yeah. Lately. Golly. And like, what do you do during that time? Because too, you yes. can, when you first get the promise, it's like the excitement and everything around it. And then you're like really pressing in to figure it all out with God. Yeah. But then there is that time where it's like. Okay, but now what? Like, I have all of these points that I think you're giving me, but now I just wait. Well, okay, Esther, yeah. let's let's dissect that story real quick. So, 
I'm sure Esther had a life mm-hmm. before all of this happened. You know, like she was doing her thing. Yeah. She had a different name even. Mm-hmm. Her name was Hadassah. And so she's like doing her thing. And then all of a sudden they pluck her up and they're like, we're going to see if you're going to become the future queen. Yeah. But she goes through a year of beauty treatments, mm-hmm. which sounds awesome. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm sure she's sitting there thinking like, I got to ho- go through a whole year of doing nothing, basically. Yeah. Just like. And there's like hundreds of other women also here doing this. Right. And at the end, what if he doesn't even pick me? Right. Then you've just disrupted my whole life for a year for nothing. Yeah. And I've got to go rebuild everything that you just <laughs> yep. threw away, you know? So I think that's where I am right now. It's just like, I, I feel, I told God, I said, I feel like I'm wasting time. And I know that you're never late. Mm-hmm. You're always on time, but it, it it's hard to wait. Yeah, It's hard to feel like I'm twiddling my thumbs. And, and too, going back to Joseph, when Joseph interpreted that dream for the cupbearer and then was like, remember me today, mm-hmm. you know, remember to tell the king about me because I don't deserve to be here. Maybe you can get me out. Homeboy forgot. Yeah. And didn't remember for two years. So like, was that two years even for, you know? Yeah. That That's my struggle right now is that I feel like I've done everything he's told me to do, all the preparation, all the growth, all the learning. Mm-hmm. And now I sit and I wait and I do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That part is hard because then you have to keep yourself ready too. Yes. So like you have to use that time wisely to keep pressing in and building yourself up to be ready for it but right it's hard when it feels like nothing new is happening yes that is such a struggle because it's like I felt like I was a butterfly you know we've used that analogy that came out of the cocoon and now I feel like I've been drying my wings forever you know (laughs) waiting to fly and like are they dry yet nope I guess not yet, you yeah. know, and just literally just sitting on a leaf, like, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> just going to hang out here till that breeze comes. I mean, but there are so many stories in the Bible like that. The waiting season. Just sit and wait. Well, even with Mary and Elizabeth, like if she stayed with Elizabeth for three months, then that means John the Baptist was born because in the story it says Elizabeth was about six months along. Mm-hmm. But then what? Like you're walking through this with somebody, but then you have to go back home. Yeah. So now if Mary stayed with her three months, she still has six months mm-hmm. to just keep the faith. Like this is real. This is happening. Yeah. This is my new life. Yeah. Like I'm just a little girl like about to get married. I don't think I'm ready for this. <laughs> but <laughs> having to then walk through that for the next six months really by herself or with Joseph. Yeah. I also kind of see you in that story of like how it's so funny how God deals with different people individually, Mm -hmm. because with you, I feel like he, he kind of tells you to do something and he's like, all right, get ready. It's happening whether you're ready or not, you know? And you're just like, okay. (laughs) And for me, it's like, he gives me a glimpse of something. Yeah. 
and then I spiral, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? Do I need to be doing this or this? And and what do you want me to do next? And and he's like, would you chill yeah. out? <laughs> but I don't know what's right either. Because I think I just don't let things bother me because it's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it happens, let's jump right in and do it because it's happening. Like, yeah. you can't prevent it then. Right. I don't know. Oh, I definitely think mine stems from a place of insecurity. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're good. (laughs) Because mine is more like my biggest fear has always been living a life of insignificance. Like, I have just gone about my day. I went through the motions. I lived. I died. You know, like, nothing really ever came of it. But then I think mine is partially like, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Or don't really bank on that because if it doesn't happen, then you're not disappointed. Right. Or like, if it fails, it's okay. You weren't that invested. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Not necessarily with God things, but life in general. That's why it's like, eh, just don't. That is what is scary to me because you remember when I told you my big promise. Yeah. And I was praying about it and I was like, it, I mean, it had probably been about three months. Mm-hmm. And I had been wrestling back and forth with this. God has given me confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. I'm starting to tell people and they're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know? Yeah. And then I get to a point where I'm like, "Mm, better not get my hopes up. And so I was like, you know what, God, um, I can let this go. Because if it's not real, this, yeah, I'll just manage my expectations. And if it doesn't happen, it's fine. Yeah. And then he told me. He said, have you ever noticed that you have a habit of whenever you think someone's not going to keep a promise to you, you give them a way out Mm -hmm. and you say, it's fine if you don't come through. He said, you don't have to do that with me. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Because now he's asking me. Yeah. To bank on it. He's asking me to To expect it and to get my hopes up. And that is terrifying. (laughs) Because I'm like. If, so that means this is really going to happen? Well, if it doesn't, then like shattered dreams, yeah. you know, and I've got to pick up all those pieces. And that promise still has not come to pass. So but it's so coming. Cool. It is coming. Three years later. Ashley does not doubt it. Well, I'm glad that makes one of us. Yeah. But I think that's another thing. Like if you tell me, this is what you told me, then I'm like... Okay. Then, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. But I think when it's mine, it's like still the, okay, we'll see. <laughs> well, I feel like you're a lot more headstrong than I am. I'm just very, like, the my mind is the easiest place for the enemy to attack. Yeah. Because all he has to do is say, it's your imagination. Mm-hmm. You're making it up. That's not really God. You're not that special, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like well, crap, what, is it real? You yeah. know? And, and I wrestle back and forth with that so, so heavily. It's funny how different people are. Because yeah. then if somebody was like, that's not really God, I'd be like, okay, watch. <laughs> <laughs> if, any, if I can prove You're about you wrong, to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know what that says about me. But if I have the chance to like prove you wrong, like, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like 50% of why I wanted to give birth naturally. <laughs> like, you say I can't. 
watch, watch. this. <laughs> I feel like I have some of that in me, but I'm I, my brain is just like wishy-washy. It's either one way or another. Yeah. I'm either like, all right, bet. Or I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's really no in between. <laughs> That's why we work together. Yeah. That is why God has put us in each other's lives because he knew I would need an Ashley. Yep. It's going to happen. It's coming. You you are my, you are the married to my Elizabeth. Yeah. Back to your Mordecai, though. I definitely see your father-in-law in that way because yeah. I work with him some days and getting to watch him, like he takes that role seriously. Yes, he does. Because he works with kids and the way he ministers to them is... Very impressive. But then anytime he gets a chance to like bring somebody under his wing and like mm-hmm. teach them how to walk through the Christian life and mentor and pour into other people. Yeah. He takes that very seriously and he does a great job with it. He really does because he's also the type of person who will shoot it to you straight. He's yeah. not going to feed you a bunch of fluff. Yeah. And like last week. Okay. So. We're a little late on recording these podcasts because of (laughs) everything that happened in the last few weeks. But our power went out. Mm -hmm. We had terrible thunderstorms come through. Our power went out, um, which means that Josh was gone because he's an electrical lineman. So he was gone for like two weeks. Yeah. Cleaning up these storms and working overtime and all of this stuff. And I live about 30 to 45 minutes away from all family and friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, except for one, but she was busy. And so it was like, I am literally isolated. I'm hot. I'm tired. Yeah. My kids have been sick, you know, and then the enemy starts coming in. It's your imagination. It's your imagination. And so I was struggling. Yeah. And then my husband was like, why don't you go to my parents' house, spend the night with them. They have air, you know. Right. And all this. And so we do that. And I get there, and they, like, basically had to sit down with me because <laughs> Josh had kind of told them that I was struggling a little bit. And it, it was, like, an intervention, kind of, but in a good way. Yeah. And I was just sobbing for, like, an hour and a half because I was so mentally exhausted. And I had been reading all these books and trying to learn and trying to grow. And, like, I just want to do what God wants me to do. But I don't even know if I'm hearing it, you know. Right. And my father-in-law goes. He walks out of the room. And he comes back with his Bible. And he says, put down the books and read this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just, like, that simple statement. Yeah. But he was like, your confirmation of your promises is in here. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what you go to if you want to have something to stand on yeah you know like this thing doesn't lie it has held up for thousands of years Mm -hmm. all the prophecies have come true you know like this is what you stand on yeah and so he was like if if you really want to you know fortify yourself this is the weapon that you use yeah and i felt like as i was listening to him god spoke to me and he said you will hear my voice either way, but if you're in your word, the enemy won't be able to convince you that you're crazy. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's so important to have people like that in your life. Yeah. Who will tell you like straight up. Yeah. And just be that person for you when you are at your breaking point. 
And even with that, though, like from his perspective, mm-hmm. he had just gotten done preparing and hosting a kid's camp mm-hmm. where the power also went out, where there were storms, and he's over 50 kids and all of the adults there. Yeah. He was hot. <laughs> he was tired. He had been doing phone calls. He had just gotten home. Yeah. But then he still took the time to invite you in. Yeah. And speak life into your situation that you were going through right now. Right. When he could have just been like, you know, I've been hot. I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Y'all can come over if you want and (laughs) shut down. Yeah. But he still took the time to. And then took my kids swimming afterwards while I took a shower. (laughs) He's a good one. I know. They both are. The whole purpose of this podcast is so that people will feel less alone in their struggles by the topics we're covering. And so if you know someone who could be helped by this episode, feel free to share it with them just so that they feel like they're seen. And if you have any comments or questions or even topics that you want us to discuss, feel free to share those with us too at Tower Talks Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.